0: I was born ready okay. <laughs> okay this is what the first thing out of the back camp looks like This is what happens when, when groups rent the camp. They tear everything up. They honestly do. Right, let me see if I can plug this oven. No, turn it, yeah. Zap! <laughs> we had one rental group come in and rent the camp and they took I think they took the speakers down. And that's not the official wire. We had the wire running through the ceiling. They took cable out of the ceiling and left it hanging down. Why, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But uh, this is our first CBM thing in here since uh, probably fall. last fall, yeah. And we've had rental groups in here and different things, so everything. We had to hunt this. Nobody knew where it was. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. well, I am privileged to speak This twirls. I'm going to fly off here. I don't wake them up. Um, I'm privileged to be your speaker this weekend. (laughs) Nobody's listening to me. They're all doing (laughs) this. Are we safe? She turned it off. Okay, we're safe. Uh, We're working on it. We are going to record this, hopefully, and be on the podcast on our website. Of course, I said that, and I had not put the Teen Fall Retreat on there yet. So. <laughs> Just a tad behind. And I'm getting there. I still have it. But um, I'm privileged to speak to you guys, but I'm not happy about it. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> it wasn't in the plans, though. It wasn't, in, it wasn't in my plans. It was in God's plans. He knew all about it, so we're good. But um, like I said, Chaz fell. Or not fell, but he hurt his back. And he had to cancel at the last minute, and the Lord kind of led me into doing it. And I'm thinking, God, I'm kind of busy. I'm running camp. It's not ideal. But apparently he knows uh, what, well, apparently he does know what's best. apparently. Apparently. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> he never asked me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it is something I absolutely love. And when I found out this information, it was almost like I got saved again. It was cool. I want to share that with you guys, so let's pray, and we'll we'll dig in here. Lord Jesus, we love you. Thank you so much for loving us and caring for us. Thank you for the opportunity to get together as a camp family and uh, just enjoy the activities, enjoy the camp, and um, enjoy each other. But thanks that we get to come and enjoy you as well in a special way. And we get to hear more about you and learn more about you and, and your principles and your word. And, and Lord... Um, as I've shared uh, I wasn't planning on doing this this weekend and it uh, seems like you've led in that direction so I, I really think you're going to do something special with this information and I'm not a great speaker and, and <laughs> hadn't had time to go over it much but uh, it's your, your word and your truth so I thank you for that thank you for what you're going to do in everybody's life and my life so God is in our times together like this. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Make sure I'm reading the right one. I got like several pages. It's not going to be this long each time. This is like the entire weekend here. You heard about the speakers? You heard about the pastor that got up and uh, he had a pile of notes and he was getting down to the end and everybody's going, Whew. and then he turned it over and started reading the other side. <laughs> okay. Do y'all want God to show up this weekend? <laughs> as well as others. <laughs> He's not bothering me. <laughs> Makes it interesting. So do y'all want God to show up? You're giving that church thing. Yeah. It's hard to hear? He's already here. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to hear. Uh, that was quick. Yeah, he is already here. Um, even though I hadn't planned a whole lot, um, I'm not going to speak on the infamous youth gathering of the teens getting in the car going home, and they were texting, and they swerved, and they crashed, and they died. Oh, oh, they were. <laughs> I'm making this up, okay? And they were ushered into eternity. Are you ready? I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to talk about and focus on, like, the dangers of the Internet. Bom bah, bom. bom. I'm not going to even talk about the big three. You know what the big three are in, in youth gatherings are? School? School. No. ABC? <laughs> you told me to do this. You're going to have to help me. <laughs> the big three when it's like a youth Bible thing. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> okay? I'm not going to talk about that. Thank All right. You're welcome. You've been there, right? Yeah. Um, I know when I was growing up, a lot of times my church would preach on hair a lot. Yeah, how guys shouldn't have long hair. (laughs) Apparently, I listened. Um, (laughs) Our theme this weekend is what? The great cover-up. Yes, yes. The great cover-up. Okay, from so it's a great cover up from what? (laughs) That's a good guess. Um, Okay, we're in chapel. What do you think? Sin. Sin. I was gonna say that's close, but you already took it. Um, The great cover up is Satan's lies, he wants to cover up the truth. And he wants to cover up the truth in your lives and in my life. And so to start things out, we're going to play a quick game. You need to find somebody who... You need to find somebody who it'd be better if they don't know you that well. <laughs> and go ahead and find that person. If you need to get up and move, you can. If not, you can sit right there. You need a partner. You need a partner. That's a good start, yeah, good start. good start. Get to know them, they're from Solomon County. Okay, does everybody have a partner? Okay, here's the game. It's called Two Truths... Yeah, Two Truths and a Lie. What you got to do is tell that person, and you take, take turns person and the other. You tell that person three things about yourself, okay? Two of them have to be true. One of them has to be a lie. And the other person, your partner, has to guess which one is the lie. Okay? And then when you're done, switch. Go. Yeah, Yeah, once once you've guessed, go ahead and switch and the other person tell two truths and lie. Got about a minute left. Minute left. 30 seconds. listen up. Even if you're not done, what was the funniest lie you heard? Just raise your hand if you want to share one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I have, boyfriend. have a boyfriend. Don't. Okay. Yeah. You have a what? I had that from when I was two. Okay. What? And one more. Anybody want to share? Yeah. Sure. You haven't? Okay. Okay, one more. Sumo wrestler. (laughs) Did you guess that right? Okay. Sumo wrestler. Do you like to be lied to? Uh, no. No. It's no fun. Now, in the game, listen, in the game, it was fun. But you know, in real life, it's no fun being lied to. I've been lied to. And a lot of times, you think it's, the, well, all the time, you think it's the truth. And all of a sudden, you find out the truth. And go, why? What's the deal? Guys, you've been lied to. Satan has lied to you. Okay? Anybody um, know my life verse? John 8.32. Know the truth. truth is going to set you free. <laughs> Okay, um, guys, if you want to know the truth, get into Scripture. It's true, okay? And Satan will even twist Scripture to lie to us. And he's a master at it. You know, he's probably not going to tell you guys, go knock off First National Bank. You'll never get caught. (laughs) Probably not, okay? Because we're smart enough to figure that one out. Although... There was a young man, and um, when he was a kid, I taught him in church, and he knew the truth. And um, he robbed a pharmacy up here in Hampton. He's in jail now. So, uh, yes, yeah, Satan can tell you those lies. But um, I don't think it started there. You know, it didn't start when he was in fifth grade. Hey, Daniel, <laughs> go rob a <him> back. <laughs> no. No. Um, but he kept falling into sin, falling into sin, believing little lies and bigger lies and bigger lies and and then he believed that lie. Okay? But Satan is a master at telling you lies. Things like, God doesn't love you. Does he? Yes, Yes, he does. That's a lie. How many have ever felt that in my hands up? (laughs) Felt that God did not love you? See? You believe that lie. I believe that lie. Um, There's another verse... And um, it's my youth group's theme verse. If you go into my youth room at church, you'll see three big posters with that verse with the word transformed misspelled. <laughs> <laughs> we double checked it, we proofread it, we hung it up, and I just started laughing. I said, Sharon, check out that. What? What are you laughing at? Instead of transformed, it says transformed. <laughs> but. The verse is Romans 12, 2, and if you have your Bibles, you can look it up. Um, Romans is in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 6 book, okay? But Romans 12, 2, it says, we'll start with verse 1, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, okay? That is verse 2, yeah, <laughs> Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Which transform mean? Change, yeah. You know, transformers, robots in disguise? What do they do? They're a car, and all of a sudden, they're a robot. Um, they change. And God says, do not be conformed to this world. Another way somebody wants to put that is, don't let the world take you and squeeze you into its mold. The world wants to form you, into what it wants you to be, into what it wants what Satan wants you to be. Don't let that happen. And guys, I work with and I'm not one of these speakers that stand up here and go, you young whippersnappers. <laughs> you <know. laughs> okay? When I speak, I'm speaking to myself too. Because I get lied to. Okay? So but, but I've, I've worked with kids and teens long enough, and I've seen so many that they let the world take them and say, go this direction. And it's heartbreaking. And I don't want that to happen to you guys. I don't want it to happen to me. And God doesn't want, want it to happen. That's why he says, do not be conformed to this world. Don't let the world take you and squeeze you into its mold. But rather, be transformed. Be changed. How? They got their Bible open by what? What's, what's the verse say? The, way you think. Re- the renewing of the mind, the way you think. Okay? Change the way you think. Change what you believe. You used to believe the lies. Don't believe the lies anymore. Believe the truth, which brings you to my verse. Know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Do you want to be free? Do you want to enjoy the Christian? Do you want the. Jesus said, I've come that you might have abundant life. That means a life well worth living. Not a life free of problems. But even in those problems, a life that's exciting and, and it's, it's what God intended. Do you want that? I want that. I want God's abundant life in my life. Okay? But Satan wants to rob that from you. Um, Has anybody ever experienced identity theft? Have you? That's no fun, is it? (laughs) I had it happen to me once, okay? I was looking at my my, uh, bank statement, and it's pretty funny. It was a charge for like $45 or something for a book. For a book? For a book. For a book. 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 For a book. (laughs) And this is the funny part about it. It was a Christian book, <laughs> so I figured the guy needed it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I called Apple or iTunes or somebody—I don't know who it was—talked to some computer, and um, they switched it in and got it. But um, yeah, they st- a book, you know. <laughs> um, and th- it was identity theft. Okay, I actually have a totally separate bank account for my online stuff, because I figure if somebody gets into that, they won't get my real bank account, and I only put so much money in there, and I send it to the camp address, I don't even put my address down, you know, because I'm trying to avoid identity theft, but um, Satan wants to steal your identity, he wants to lie about that, so let's talk about identity, okay, um, who am I? Uncle Paul! <laughs> yeah, okay. Somebody describe me. Be nice. <laughs> oh, yes. Crazy. Great. Okay. Falled, stayed, crazy okay? Bold, sweet, and crazy. All the three. Yeah. Karen. Okay. Oh, sweet. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. <laughs> My man. Yeah. God, thank you. Good magic. Ooh, yeah. in a good way? Sometimes. (laughs) It depends. depends. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Funny. Funny, okay. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Funny. (laughs) One more. (laughs) Gonna something to go along. That's the way sumo wrestlers are. Canary. Canary. Legendary. Ooh, legendary. I like that. Yeah. Now we're talking. Maybe we should keep going. Okay. Um, those are how you perceive me to be. And most of them were absolutely true like, gorgeous and awesome. Um, well, let me share a little bit with who I am. This tells you a lot about me. Won't get you far. And I'll take the credit cards. That won't get you far either. <laughs> These little cards. Pick a card, any card. Uh, tell you a little bit about me. Okay. This one basically says about my identity that I work at camp. Camp credit card. If I threw this down or gave it away, it will not work. I tried it last night. Used to be. I would swipe it, and it wouldn't swipe. Then they'd take it, swipe it, and then they did the bag thing, and then they typed it in, and then it said, call for CSM, customer service manager. So lately, I've been coming up. This is another part of my ID. Bless you. Uh, (laughs) Tax exempt, okay? I was getting it for camp, and uh, I showed her that, and I said, I'm gonna charge it and my card won't work so you'll need a CSM. Cause they always gotta call them. You know? So I try to save a little time. You know? And uh, she did all that, didn't work last night. And then the CSM came with her little key and I said, you know, I keep telling her if she'd give me a key it could save a lot of time. But um, then she couldn't get it to work. And now this card is totally worthless. <laughs> and it talks about my ID, which means I'm totally worthless, no. Um, <laughs> But that's part of my identity, okay? I could go to Walmart today if this card worked, and uh, buy a sixty-inch flat screen. Awesome. But I wouldn't get away with it because Mr. Dave just walked in. <laughs> but it, do what? It's my mine. I was going to give it away because it doesn't work at all now. <laughs> Okay, so that's part of my identity, okay? Another part of my identity. I guess I could get it at Sam's. Um, I thought you were coming up to get the card. Um, I've got ATMs here, I've got two of these, okay? The numbers on them, if you want to write them down, are, I'm not telling, look at them? no, <laughs> not now. Uh, but these are part of my identity. It's got my name on it. And when I order something online with this card, you know, it asks your card, your number, and all this, and it connects it to me. That's my identity. All right. Um, Engels Advantage card, whatever. <laughs> my driver's license. They asked for an ID. I went to Maryland for Easter. They said, give me, give me your ID. Okay. So um, I pulled it, and you got to pull it out, which rips your wallet apart. And I gave it to them. They look at it with a little thing. I don't know what they're looking at. (laughs) I guess it's so gorgeous they just want a better look. (laughs) But, um, you know, they check it out. It's your identification. It's who you are. Okay? That's what Satan wants to steal away from you. Okay? Uh, Also part of who I am. I didn't bring a baby picture because I don't have one, but uh, I was born as a baby, <laughs> okay? and I had a baby picture, but like I said, I wasn't planning on doing this, so I didn't have time to look it up, but you know, if I'd show the baby picture, I don't think I had a the hair then either, but um, you know, that would be me, it's my identification, okay? Part of me, and this is one I like to use with two truths and a lie, when I was probably 7 or 8 years old, and again, this is part of who I am, um, I loved animals, still do, and um, we had a lot of neighborhood dogs. So what I did as a 7 or 8-year-old kid, I went around my neighborhood, I followed throw a party, and I gathered up every dog I could find. <laughs> this is true. Oh, I, I, See, this I, I brought it... I brought all these dogs to our basement. You know, I don't know how long this process took. I can't even remember doing it because you know I was a kid and have a very poor memory. But my mom remembered. Uh, I had all these dogs in our basement, 20, 30 dogs, okay? And probably everybody in the neighborhood, have you seen Fluffy? He's <laughs> over at Paul's. Uh, so I'm having this dog party, and my mom, she's upstairs, and she hears a noise obviously. She opens the basement door and there on the stairs, staring her in the face, is this great Dane. I was a little kid. How did I get this into the house? And uh, she's like, Paul! (laughs) Never did that again. (laughs) It was fun while it lasted, you know, dog party. That's part of who I am. Also, part of who I am is when I was about 12 years old, I realized something. I realized that I had disobeyed God. Part of who I am, my identity. And I knew that that sin had to be forgiven. I was raised in a Christian home, went to church, oh, n- even nine months before I was born, I was at church. And um, <coughs> some of you get that at like 3 o'clock this morning. Oh, I get it. Um, And I knew that I couldn't see God. I knew I couldn't go to heaven. I couldn't be forgiven without Christ. Again, I knew the gospel. What's gospel mean? Anybody? Good news. news. I knew the good news. And the good news is, we just celebrated Easter, remember. Um, Jesus, who is God in a human form, came down to this earth lived a perfect sinless life. He never did the sins that I did, like, you know, lying and stealing and stealing dogs. Uh, he never did any of that because he's God. And then one day they took him. They beat him up. They punched him out. They spit in his face. They slammed a bunch of thorns on his head. Then they slammed a, a rod on his head over those thorns, driving them in. Um, they took Jesus... And they brought him out. That At one point, they scourged him, which means brutally whipped him until he didn't even look like a human anymore. Um, and then he was so beaten up. And Jesus was a tough guy. He was, he was a carpenter. And, uh, but he couldn't carry the cross, so they got somebody else to do it. You do know what the cross is. Two huge logs put together. Um, carried it up. They put the cross together. And them being guards, I'm sure they took Jesus and threw him down. But if they didn't, He would have just laid down on it because that was the plan. That was the plan the whole time. That's been the plan before this earth was ever here, before God ever created anything. That was in the plan. And you'd think, why would God even (coughs) go through with that plan? Can't answer that. Why would God love me enough to hang on a cross, and then God the Father punish his son the time I stole a dog. I mean, really, I've never really thought about that till right now. I did steal dogs, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, I, in my mind, I wasn't stealing them, I was just borrowing them. But, but, guys, Jesus got punished for that. Jesus got punished for every sin I ever did. And part of my identity is when I was 12. That kicked in and I realized I needed that help and so I went to my mom and dad and said hey I'm not sure I'm going to heaven and they shared with me how Christ had died for me and paid for my sin and I knelt by their bed that night and I trusted Christ to come into my life and forgive me because he paid for it and it was really cool till the next night when I had doubts and so I prayed again and it was awesome until the next night when I had doubts this went on for about a week. <laughs> Finally, my parents said, why don't you, why don't you talk to the pastor? <laughs> okay, so I did. And once again, he shared with me the same message. And uh, again, I trusted Christ. Looking back, I'm sure I was saved that first night. And being saved means being forgiven. Okay? But if not, I know I've been saved. I'm a child of God. And you know what changed? My identity. Because the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creature, a new creation. Old things, what we used to be, are passed away. All things become brand new. So, um, I used to be a sinner. Now I'm a saint. We're going to get into that tomorrow. No, tonight. But um, somebody tell me, what, what is a sinner? Be careful. Be careful. Yes, ma'am. Someone who goes against God's word? Someone who goes against God's word. That is the normal answer everybody would give. And that's the answer I used to give. And that's a good guess, but that's wrong. <laughs> and and the reason I'm I'm not, you know, going, yeah. <laughs> but I want to let you know that's wrong because that is a lie that Satan has taught us. Okay, you're right on a technicality. Good. <laughs> but, but that. You're, you're right. Ding ding on the news. One more. Every human that has ever okay. Yeah. One more. Okay? That's sinning. But that's not the definition of a sinner. A definition of a sinner, and some of you were really, really close, and everybody has been at least a sinner. You're right. But a sinner is someone who is separated from God. I'm not separated from God. And I don't say that because I deserve it. I don't. I say that because back at 12 years old, I became something else. My identity changed. I became a saint. Boy, Paul, you're calling yourself a saint? <laughs> no, God called me a saint, and that's my identity. Again, tonight we're going to explain all that. But uh, as someone who is separated from God, so keep that in mind. So, I once was dead—not like physically dead. My heart's been always beating, although it skips now and again. Um, that's kind of scary. <laughs> That's why I had the banana in the car, guys. Um, but how did it happen? How, see, I was separated from God, so I was spiritually dead. We're coming back to that. Where did sin come from? Well, if you want to look, you can check out Isaiah chapter 14. Okay? Isaiah chapter 14 is in the Old Testament. And there was this guy named Lucifer who was affectionately known by his friends as Lucy. That's not true, by the way. It's just a wisecrack. <laughs> Lucifer. He was an angel. God had created him. He Bible says he was a very... I'm going to put this in my pocket so I don't forget it. He was a very... You guys be swiping my cards. A very beautiful angel... And um, he wanted something. He wanted to be God. Isaiah 14 tells us how it happened. Verse 12. How art thou thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart,
1: I will ascend into heaven.
0: (laughs) That's how he sounds, right? I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. That's not high enough. I will also sit upon the mount of the congregation. Not high enough yet. In the sides of the north. Not high enough. I will ascend to the heights of the clouds. That's not high enough. Where are you going, Lucy? I will be like the most high. I'm going to be God. I'm going to be the head guy around here. I'm going to be the head honcho. Yep. I'm going to be the head honcho of heaven. The (laughs) H-H-H. I don't think he got past God's first secretary. You know what I mean? I can imagine. I can picture this. Satan comes up to a secretary, whatever. I don't, says, hi, I'm the new HHH. He's like, meow, you know, kicked out of heaven. He didn't get very far. So now, Satan's kicked out of heaven. He's moping around. Boy, what a sourpuss that God is? I mean, how come he gets to be God and I don't get to be God? It's not fair. All I wanted to do is be God. How come he gets to be God and I, I don't get to be God? I mean, who's he think he is? God? Yes. It's not fair. It's not fair. I know what. I'm going to get him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get God. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> the only problem is God's ungettable. just can't get God. <laughs> So um, he goes for the next best option. He goes for Adam and Eve. Ladies and gentlemen, we now join Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden already in progress. So, Genesis chapter 3, what happened? Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman who was Eve, Yea, hath God said... Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the garden, of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, nor neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. She had it down pretty good, right? Um, God said, see what happened was God created them, put them in this garden, and they were perfect up to that point. They had never sinned. Okay, and they could walk with God, talk with God. God Would actually come down to this earth and hike with Adam. How cool was that? That'd be be awesome if God came today, even if it was pouring rain, and said, "Paul, grab your backpack. We're going on the Appalachian Trail. You're gonna have to find another speaker because I'm going with him." Okay, that would be awesome. That's what Adam and Eve had. But God did not create them as robots. Okay, a little while later, we're gonna have the Wii open. We got it fixed. we, what happens? You take that little dude, the me, we, we, me, whatever it is. Somebody made one of me, a me, a me of me. And sad part is, it looks like me. Uh, it does. What happens with that? You take that little remote, you know, and if you're going bowling on We, you know, the screen, this little guy. Okay. I was bowling with We one time, and I got a strike. <laughs> and a pen stood back up. It's like, come on. What do you want me? What do you want to do? Yeah. Are you okay? No. Okay. Remember, you said I was crazy. Um, but, you know, God, God did not create them as as me's. That's what they're called, right? Little me's. He didn't make them like that. He gave them a choice. And so in order to have that choice, They had to have a choice in place, and they did. God said you can eat off any tree of the garden you want to, except the one in the middle of the garden. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat off that tree. The day you eat off that tree, you will die. So she had it down pretty good, okay. So Satan's tempting her. He says, you shall not surely die. You're not going to die. What was he doing? Lying to her, okay. You're not going to die for god doth know that in the day ye thereof then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil that's the same thing he fell for he was telling them hey you guys can be god you can have your own way you can do your own thing you can be your own boss you can be like god you can be god just think about it it's awesome all it takes is a little bite how about it eve how about it adam took them about two seconds to figure it out. <laughs> okay. And they ate it. They disobeyed God. Did they die that day? Okay. Some of you are yelling out spiritually. Well, I'm not yelling out, but yeah. Um, and that is ding, ding, on the nose. Correct answer, you win a car. Okay? No. <laughs> I lied. Um, but guys... If I was talking to a group of adults, that's exactly what they'd say. How did they die? They died spiritually. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were separated from God. But let's check it out. And uh, let's check it out. When, when God created Adam and Eve, he said, let us make man in our own image. Who's he talking to? Andrew? No we're not created in the image of angels we're in the image of him. okay so who is he talking to let us make man in our own image Go yeah he's talking to himself which makes me feel good because i talk to myself too okay but we serve a triune god <laughs> big word Ooh. okay what's that mean triune three things but some, some theologian had to be smart and put that big word in there to confuse us. So, um, three, triune. What does that mean about God? He's one God. This will, by the way, give you a headache if you think about it too much. So if you've got, like, you know, TCAPS or ESLs or SOLs or whatever they call them. ESEs, and ABCs, and whatever. One, two, three. Um, and you want to get out of school? Don't listen, Aaron. This, I'm talking to kids right now. He's a teacher. So guys, if you want to get out of school, think about the Trinity. It'll give you a headache. You get out of school, you're good to go. Okay, Okay, you can listen now. Um, here's the deal. We have one God. He's just one God. Yet, He's three persons. There is no perfect illustration. Someone said, an egg. You get the shell, the yolk, and the white thingy part. Okay. thing is, you can separate those. You can't separate God. Okay. Not a perfect illustration. Juggling act. Okay? I don't know. But he's, he's three persons, yet he's one God. And all we've got to do is go, wow, he's big. Okay? But we are created in his image. This is what I believe the Bible means by that. It doesn't mean we look like God. God is saying, no, I don't look like you, Uncle Paul. (laughs) And I never would. Uh, Hey, he created me the way he wanted Uh, So what's it mean? That means, I believe the Bible teaches that we are three in one as well. Okay? Andrew, come here. right up here, sir. <laughs> this is what I've always wanted to be. <laughs> this is what I got. Okay. This is Andrew. My and friend Andrew. Hi. He is three in one. Watch this, okay? Andrew, do you have a body? I do. This is Andrew's body right here. Grain-fed body. This is my body, whatever, okay? Andrew has a body, that's one thing. Andrew has a soul. Can I touch his soul? No. Can I feel his soul? (laughs) Um, Can I separate his soul? No. But he has a soul, what's that? That's his thinker, that's his chooser, his mind. Okay. The reason I chose Andrew to talk about his mind is because I didn't have much. Okay? Oh, yeah. Because I taught you. Okay. Andrew's mind. He has a mind. He has a will. He has emotion. Okay? Um, I was going to say if I told him a joke, he'd probably laugh, but knowing Andrew, he just... Yeah? You know. But if Andrew tells you a joke, you're in stitches. Okay? He's got... You have one right now. Uh, um, how do you put an astronaut's baby to sleep? You yeah. <laughs> he's he's good with the jokes. Okay, that's Andrew's soul. Okay, so we got a body, we have a soul, and that that's a very simple illustration. And Andrew has a third part, a spirit. Okay, and the spirit is thing that I like to say it's the hook that hooks us to God thank you Andrew so we have a body we have a body, a soul, and a spirit same with Adam and Eve they had a body, soul, and spirit they died spiritually what died? their hook their spirit if you just learn something say "Uh uh-huh Some of us are still thinking about it. Okay. But, guys, their body was still living. They didn't go, you know. No, they they lived for many, many more years. Their heart didn't stop. They still had a soul. They still could choose. They still could think. They still could feel. They still had emotions. But their spirit, what connected them to God, died. died. (laughs) They died that day, that moment. They were separated from God. Did you know we we're all born that way? When I was born back in whenever it was, okay, the doctor took me. So I hit him back now. Uh, and there I was. <coughs> and everybody said, oh he's so cute. <laughs> they still say that. Um, but, you know, my mommy was holding me. Not that I remember, but I'm assuming so. <laughs> Maybe I was switched, I don't know. Um but I had a body. That was the thing, you know. I had a soul, I had a chooser, I felt emotions. You know. But I didn't have a live spirit. As cute as I was, <laughs> and still am um, but as cute as I was. My spirit was dead. I was born a sinner. What's a sinner? Someone who's separated from God. And then I chose to be a sinner. Me, me, I want, I want. Not yours. I want, you know. We're born that way. Okay. God does not want us separated from him. I just about did that Donald Trump thing. Uh, Did you ever know he always does that? But God does not want us separated from him. He wants us together with him. That's why Jesus came. Oh, was Jesus born a sinner? No. No. No, Why? Because he's the son of God. Okay. Ooh. He didn't have an earthly father. That proves two things. Jess was right, and Jess has also heard me say that. (laughs) But guys, the Bible says, for us by one man, sin entered into the world. Who was that one man? Adam. Adam. And death by sin. And so death passed among all men, which includes ladies too, for all have sinned. But the first one man, that was definitely the guy. Now girls... Those guys pick on you a lot. But but guess whose fault it is that sin is inherited? Guess whose fault it is? I was born a sinner. My daddy, not my mom. She was a sinner too. But it's passed on through the guys. Jesus never had an earthly father. So he wasn't born a sinner. He was connected to God. Isn't that cool? Isn't it neat how the Bible is, is true? Because a sinner couldn't pay for my sin. Only someone who has never sinned could pay for our sin. So Jesus was born on this earth perfect. And yes, he was the son of God. God in the human flesh. Did the first Adam do it right? No. Do you know what one of Jesus' names is in the Bible? The second Adam. Because the second Adam just, a light bulb just came on, didn't it? (laughs) Okay? Yeah. The second Adam did it right. The first Adam messed up. The second Adam did. And then that second Adam paid for our sin. You know, Satan wanted to be God. Adam and Eve wanted to be their own little God. Each one of us, before we were saved, we wanted to be God. (laughs) Everybody gets to be God except God. What does he do? He becomes a man. Took on human flesh. Made for my sin wow that's why they call it the good news and I hope you have accepted that good news at some point this weekend I'm going to give you the opportunity if you don't know Christ because uh, the next session I'm going to tell you what that means what happened to me as a 12 year old kid when I became a Christian I became a new creature now we hear that in church man, being Christ, he's a new creature. All things pass. Oh, okay. What's for lunch? You know, it, it goes so deep. And it's so awesome. And we're going to share that in our next session tonight. But maybe you understand already right now. Hey, I, I am a sinner. I'm not a saint. I am still separated from God. And I went together with him. And you don't want to wait for that opportunity. You've got counselors here. You've got myself, uh, full-time staff. We will talk to you anytime this weekend. And share that good news with you. Um, or you can just do it on your own. I told you how I became a Christian. Same way for you guys. Okay? Let's, let's bow our heads. With your heads bowed, again, this was not my plan this weekend. <laughs> but apparently, it's what God wanted taught that's where we're at and his plan is always perfect so my prayer is this weekend that that your eyes will be open to the lies Satan tells and to the truth that, that God offers you as a free gift and it will change your life it will make you that new creature that God intended us to be let's pray Jesus thank you for loving us Thank you for your plan. Lord, I don't know why you'd even want to create people knowing the pain and the suffering your son was going to go through. I don't get it. But it tells me, it just screams at me of how much you must love us. Thank you. And God, I pray as we go through this, um, as I prayed this morning, Lord, before I even left the house, I, I pray you change my heart. Make me more like you. Give me more of that abundant life. And I pray that for our campers and staff as well. Use us, God. Speak to us. We want you to show up this weekend. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we dismiss, how many of you brought a writing utensil, pencil, pen?